Welcome back to the NFL Empire podcast. As always, we are your hosts, Ed Marden and George Murphy. Hi, guys. Week one is in the books. It is behind us. And week two is coming thick and fast. Today, Friday the 14th of September, we are back with another podcast and the standard preview show. Uh, we do apologise for missing the, the week one review show. It's getting very serious in our lives now. We're all getting proper jobs and and doing things that make 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 us able to live properly. So we didn't manage to get that one out. We will get a week two review show out next week, we promise. But for today, we'll do the preview show. Uh, and I think let's just crack on. Uh, the first thing we are going to do is... Fancy question of the week. We had some serious surprises in week one. But this week... Our question to you guys and for us to answer is, who is going to disappoint fantasy-wise? Uh, who, who, who do you reckon is going to disappoint for you this week, George? I mean, there's there's a lot of names out there. Obviously, Tyreek Hill had a huge game. Uh, Deshaun Jackson went off, even though I ended up putting him on my bench. But, you know, these are guys that have been in the league a while. They're supremely talented. And, you know, regression is less likely, I suppose. I want to go for an undrafted rookie. Uh, in Denver, you probably all know who I'm talking about already. It's Philip Lindsay, the running back. Um, he had a fairly good game considering he had 17 touches, he had 50, uh, 71 rushing yards, 31 receiving yards, and a receiving touchdown. So, a very solid game from anyone's perspective. I don't know if he carries that on. Uh, Royce Freeman is the better running back here. They do still have Devontae Booker, and you know, perhaps teams weren't ready to scheme for him. They'll definitely know that he's on the roster now. He made a huge impact in week one. Um, I've seen a lot of waiver pickups and a lot of fab being spent on on Lindsay. Um, I just don't know if he's going to repeat. He might be good for the rest of the season. But, you know, for week two, let's just slow things down a little bit. I no, I agree with you. And uh, I think in our in, in our Dynasty League, he went for $81 of fab. Yeah, uh, out of 200. Out of 200. So it's 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 roughly 40% of the fab, basically. Uh and just for those of you who don't know what FAB is, it is a free a uh, free agent auction bid. Is that it's budget? Like that. Budget, maybe yeah. Something free agent free agent auction budget. I think it is what it is, and it's a way of depending on rather than waiver claims, it's it's you bid money. So for those of you guys who don't know what that is, but yeah, I, I think Philip Lindsay. I think what we saw from Philip Lindsay is that we saw his his ceiling, um, and. Can he continue that week in, week out? I don't know. Uh, the Broncos this week play um, the Raiders, so it's a, it's a good matchup. But I think, as you said, Royce Freeman is the better running back, and I still like to use Devontae Booker. And uh, and I think the running game, they want to run the ball a bit more, and I think against the Raiders, they'll be able to do that, and therefore uh, Royce Freeman will have more of an impact. Uh, they Mike, have just signed, the Raiders have just signed Jonathan Hankins, though. They have, and they also uh, signed another defensive tackle, but I can't remember the name of. Clinton McDonald, was it? That's the one. Thank you very much. Yeah. Clinton McDonald. So the, the Raiders have shored up their run defense. Do they play straight away? I doubt it. But, no, you know, probably not. Um, it is something to think about. Uh, my guy that I'm going to go for, who I think is going to disappoint, is wide receiver from the New Orleans Saints, Michael Thomas. Uh, I, I he's, a, he's, a, he's a fantasy darling. Everyone loves him. But he has such a huge week one. Can he replicate that? Probably not. 16 catches he had, 180 yards, and the one touchdown. I mean, that's extreme numbers. That's that's a lot of numbers. You could, ha- I mean, you could half those numbers and it'd still be an exceedingly good game. Yeah, I think I saw somewhere that that's a Saints franchise record for a season 
game, yeah, a single yeah. game catches or something. So, you know, yes, he's going to get targeted a lot. But Michael Thomas is a sort of guy, a bit like Mike Evans and Keenan Allen sometimes. He'll get eight catches for 90 yards and no touchdown, which is still a very good game. But this could end up being one of the best performances of the season in terms of fantasy for a wide receiver. And he's unlikely to do that again. I, I don't think he's going to have that sort of output. Yeah, comparatively, I think he's going to disappoint. I don't think he's going to disappoint uh, overall. It, no. Maybe that's a better way of putting it. But yeah, I think I think Michael Thomas and Philip Lindsay are two guys to, to just, just not have expectations obviously Deshaun Jackson is injured so his expectations are a bit lower uh, and and guys uh, and quarterback position is is all over the place I think Patrick Mahomes may take a step back he he ripped apart the charges um and yeah maybe even Tyreek Hill does he score a punt return touchdown and a long long receiving touchdown every single game perhaps not but yeah those those are the guys to look out for but those two are are people to disappoint why don't you let us know who you think it's going to be uh we'll put out a, a post a, a twitter a tweet uh regarding the the two guys that we've chosen so just uh, comment with your with your guy that you think is going to disappoint and the hashtag empire question and we'd love to hear from you guys so that is the fantasy question of the week i think there's no reason not just to get straight in to the week two preview yeah let's do it Right, so we're not going to do the Thursday night game, obviously, because it is a Friday and the Thursday night game was played yesterday. We're recording this on a Thursday, so we don't know what the result of the game is going to be yet. If that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Don't worry. So, I think let's start with the... Probably the game of the week. One of the games of the week is the uh, Steelers... uh, It's the Chiefs at the Steelers. Expecting a very high-scoring game here again. Uh, the, The Steelers' defense was good against the Browns, but... Was it the Browns' offense that was bad? And obviously, we all saw how great the Chiefs' offense was and how bad the Chiefs' defense was in Week 1 against the Chargers. Expect a very, very big game from Antonio Brown, who had a disappointing 19.8 fantasy points Terrible. last week. Awful. How dare he? It's Week 1 against the Browns. I know. Come on now. That's 30 Come points on, AB. every week, every chance. He didn't score a great touchdown or anything at all. Oh, it wasn't bad. <laughs> oh, I was, I was, I was sarcasm, George. Um... Still, I think that the main storyline is there's still no Levy on Bell, so James Connor's probably going to get, a, he is going to get the majority of the workload. He had over 30 carries for 150, 160 yards and a couple of scores last week. Uh, and I think this is where Mahomes has to has to continue to prove that he is one could be one of the better quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, I mean, Mahomes has shown his ceiling now. This is the best game he's ever going to have. He might have a ridiculous game five years into his career, but... For his quote-unquote rookie season, it's really not going to get any better than that. No matter how good he is, these numbers are astronomical. Um, so now we need to see where his middle is. He might he might hit his floor this week. I doubt it against the Steelers, but in, you never know. It might happen. He might throw a few more of these passes that go the wrong way. Um, so we might see a bit more of the day-to-day Mahomes, if you like, and not the very, very peak of his ability. Um for me, TJ Watt is the player to watch in this game. He had an incredible week one last year as well against the Browns and replicated that this year with four sacks, a punt block, uh, a field goal block to win the uh, to tie the game. Can he continue? Because if he can, he could be one of the best defensive players in the year. He's just very, he's very up and down with his performances. He's either exceptional or he just seems to disappear, which to be honest, 
is is the nature of his position and the team that he is on. So I'll be interested to see one how much the Chiefs run the ball and two how he impacts that and how his pass rush is. The Steelers obviously have a very good offensive line. Yeah, I think TJ Watt could be the highlight of this Steelers defense this year. Especially without Ryan Shazier. And yeah. just just to go back on to Patrick Mahomes, not to take anything away from him because he was good um, against the Chargers. Uh, he had a stat line of uh, 27 attempts, 15 completions, 256 yards and the four touchdowns. Two of those touchdowns were basically handoffs to Tyreek Hill uh, on the goal line. So yeah. I don't think you can necessarily count them as passing touchdowns. They actually are, but they weren't really. It was... It was I think you got to credit Andy Reid's play design more than than Patrick Mahomes himself, and obviously the ridiculous speed of Tyreek Hill as well. Um, but yeah, I think Patrick Mahomes can take will take a step back this week, uh, and I think it's just going to be a shootout. I think this is good, this is going to be a, a game where it's going to be Big Ben versus new Big Ben. Uh, who, who are you taking this week in this game? I'm taking the Steelers in this one. Oh, okay, I don't. As much as I just said, I don't know if he hits his floor. I don't think Mahomes is going to be so out of this world. And I think the Steelers have got enough about them. James Connor's more established. The Chiefs defense does not scare me whatsoever. Antonio Brown's going to go for 140. Juju Smith-Schuster's probably going to go for over 100 again. I just feel like the team, the, the, the Steelers are more of an established team. And I know they've not got their running back, but we, sh- we saw last week how little that matters. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I see the Steelers winning this like thirty-eight to thirty or something like yeah, that, something ridiculous. Yeah. But they're they're going to come away with the win. Uh, I'm going to go against you just because they beat they beat the Chargers, and I think the Chiefs do something. I think the Steelers looked all at sea really against yeah, the did. Browns, um, and they always start the season slow. And I think the Chiefs are gonna they're gonna take the the momentum they had from week one, and I think Tyreek Kill against. The, the Steelers secondary is going to just be a mismatch and I, as much as I uh, berated Pat Mahomes he, he was good last week and I think there will be and I keep saying this there will be some games where he throws three interceptions and he loses the Chiefs a game and it could be this week but I don't see that I think the Chiefs always play up to their competition they play up to their match and I yeah. think uh, I think that, you know look, look look what happened last year against the Patriots and I, I, I think even in in Pittsburgh I, 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 I can see a, a Chiefs win here so, awesome. moving on to the next game, an AFC East matchup. It is two of two rebuilding franchises in the New York Jets and the Miami Dolphins. It is the Dolphins at the Jets. Um, all, all eyes on Darnold, basically. He had a, an okay week one against the, the Lions. Uh, I think the, this, the, the score line between the Jets and the Lions was slightly misleading. Uh, there was a couple of defensive scores and a couple of special team scores and a long uh, touchdown by Isaiah Crowell. Um, but Sam Donald looked good. Uh, his first throw was a pick six, but then he came back and, and threw a ridiculous pass to uh, Robbie Anderson. And the Dolphins actually did look good as well. They beat a, a very good Titans side. Uh, but I just don't know what to expect from the Dolphins. No, I think the trouble is, obviously, because we watch Red Zone, the Dolphins just weren't ever on the screen. Yeah. And... Well, I, I think that also because the game was about seven hours long as well. That's that's what I'm saying because because it was postponed. We didn't get to see any of the game. I don't yeah. remember a second of that game. I mean, I had Dion Lewis in my fantasy team, so obviously I was very interested, and I also had Minka, Minka Fitzpatrick. And every time I checked, it was just like games paused, games paused. Um, so yeah, obviously 
Sam Darnold had a very good game. Um, all eyes are going to be on Sam Darnold. He threw his pick six, much like James Winston did in his first game in the NFL. It didn't affect him too much. They've both got sort of turnover issues, which is quite funny that that, that happened as well. Um, I'd like to see, perhaps maybe from a fantasy perspective, how the wide receiver core develops and how the targets go. I don't know if Jermaine Curse is back this week, but he could well be, um, which could lower the... It's probably going to lower Quincy Anunwa's target share because, you know, Anunwa really did take over that possession receiver role, which Curse is so known for. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be a very interesting game. I've also got my eye on Darren Lee as well. I think he had a very, very good game. He's had a very quiet career so far. Um, there's a lot to look for in this game. It's going to be, for once, the AFC West East matchup is actually going to be okay. Yeah, I think it's going to be it's going to be the best of a bad situation to be honest with you. And Darren Lee had two picks last week. He had he struggled as you said. So apparently there's 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 lots of reports that he's he's been working his tail off for the last seven months and and mm. his they love him around in in the building and he's he's really improved his game. So look for that to continue. Uh, I think for me on the Dolphins side of the ball, it's Kenyon Drake. Just give him the ball, man. Yeah, like yeah. like Frank Gore had a great stat line, but Kenyon Drake is is the is is the guy uh, and you just got to give it to him and I think you know Kenny Stills it looks like a legit number one last week I don't know if Javante Parker's going to be back but you know we'll, we'll wait and see it. he's never back no true uh, so who are you taking in this game I am taking the Jets in this one I think I, I like I, the Jets I yeah, don't know I've, why they I, I, I do this every year yeah um, I think I take the Jets at home as well I think that's I think just because I I, I don't trust the Dolphins to put string together two decent performances uh, but yeah the Jets win that game I don't, don't know what the score will be but it could be quite ugly it could be quite it's going to be like a 10-6 game or something like that isn't yeah, it yeah. Uh, so moving on to the the team of week one the Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the Eagles in Philadelphia uh, will Fitzmagic be the guy he was last week no, no. it's a question I'll answer that question uh it's a very very good Eagles defense, and I just think that, that is, this is Fitzpatrick's mo is to have a ridiculous game and then to suck the next week. So it's probably going to be very similar to that, and and I I think the Eagles are just over will overmatch the Bucks here. I think that the Bucks considerably overperformed last week, and the Eagles are just going to be too much for them. Yeah, I've 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 predicted. That Fizz Magic is going to have more interceptions than touchdowns this week. That could be that he has one touchdown, two interceptions, whatever. Um, <laughs> that is, I, that is, that is what it is. Yeah, it is exactly what it is. That's exactly what he said. I just, you're right, Ed. He he does this every now and then. He had that. He managed to stretch it out for almost an entire season with the Jets in 2015, which was something to see with Brandon Marshall and who was ever receiver Eric Decker. Eric Decker, thank you. They combined for like 30 touchdowns. Um, my players to watch this game are uh, the linebacker Gruger Hill for the Eagles and Sydney Jones uh, Gruger Hill had an incredible stop on the goal line against Devontae Freeman where he essentially took on two blockers and then still I'm not sure if he made the tackle but he pushed Devontae Freeman out to the edge enough that someone else was made to make the tackle he's sort of like been a practice squad bottom of the roster kind of guy and he's getting starting time now which is always nice to get uh, That's nice the, to due to the Bradham injury isn't it yeah, yeah, exactly, and um, uh, it's, it's a funny one because it's 
it's it's the battle of the journeyman backup quarterbacks. It's Fitzmagic versus Nick Foles. Who do you take and in that game? If you if you had to decide, who would if you I had have? to start a quarterback between those two? Yeah, I'd probably take Fitz. I think I, I feel, would as well. I like his his upside is ridiculous. Did you know he also went to Harvard as well? He, yeah, he, he got he went to Harvard. He's got the beard. Yeah, I'd probably go Fitz. I'm not sure. I think he's got a longer track record of good games and bad games, to be fair, as, as Nick Foles. But I don't know. It depends what Nick Foles would get. If he's healthy and his shoulder's okay, Foles could be more than capable. Yeah. Um, but I don't really think it's going to matter too much in this. No, I think I think it's good. they're going to just run the ball. The Eagles, I expect a lot from JGI and, and, and Corey Clement. I think that's... That is that is gonna be the way they win this game. It's gonna be it's gonna be your seventeen ten, uh, and Eagles just gonna run the ball and play defense. Uh, I assume we both take Eagles in this game. Yeah, yeah, got it really. Yeah. Uh, so moving on to the uh, Cleveland Browns at the New Orleans Saints. The Saints obviously lost a, a shootout to the Buccaneers as we just mentioned last week, uh, and the Browns tied. Uh, they they broke their win loss record. They didn't yeah. lose. Well, they didn't lose. Which is halfway better. As everyone keeps saying, it's the most Browns' thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I agree. They, 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 yeah, they managed to stretch out their losing record slightly. Um, but yeah, so I, I think it, it, the, Saints, the Saints are going to be angry. They're going to play angry. And I expect to blow out in this game. Uh, yeah, I do. I think that the Browns' offense was bad. Uh, and I think it, the offensive line is an issue. And against Cameron Jordan, against Marcus Davenport, who was who was good in week one, against Sheldon Rankins, I think it's going to be too much. Uh, and it's Lattimore and, um, versus Josh Gordon. And then Ward, he had a great, great two-interception game against Ben Roethlisberger versus Michael Thomas, who is who's not practicing at the moment due to illness. Uh, but I think it, it's it's it, it piques my interest slightly, but I'm going to be reserved because I, it's, it's the Browns, basically. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I these this wide receiver cornerback matchup might be the best one we see all season. I know we keep saying that because it's week two and we're very excited and we're going to keep saying that. I don't really care. Yeah, exactly. But you know we've got we've got the defensive rookie of the year versus the guy who's just come back and still managed to score a ridiculous touchdown. Yeah. Against someone who's probably running for defensive player of the year versus someone who's a top four receiver in the league. Yeah. And it just doesn't pair up that 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 often. Um. Obviously, Alvin Kamara is ridiculous again, and Carlos Hyde looked okay. So yeah. you know you've got a running back battle there, um, and if everyone's being honest, the player that everyone's watching in this game is Miles Garrett. Correct. Because yeah. throughout the preseason and throughout Week One, he was just unbelievable, and he was he's quite slow in his rookie year, but that's common for defensive ends. And I, I think he was just battling injuries as well. Like it was. Yeah. I mean, he was he was knocked about a bit, and there were questions about his technique, and he's obviously worked on that so much, and his physical ability is arguably the best in the league. He's he's like the Saquon Barkley of defensive ends. He is exactly he, what he he's is. Exactly yeah. who he is. So if he can start playing at his absolute best, he might be my favorite player in the league. So yeah, I'm I'm trying everything I can to to trade for him in our dynasty league, um, but I don't think I'll give him, give him. I, get, I gave him up, so that just shows. Yeah. You. Well done, good I am at George. Well done, amazing. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, Alvin Kamara was great, but he only he only carried the ball eight times. But I suppose that was that. Yeah, he carried the ball eight times and caught the ball nine times. So, you know, I think 
And that's because that was game situation. He had he had over a hundred yards from a scrimmage, and he had three touchdowns. So right. Alvin Kamara just Alvin Kamara, and yeah, I, I think that I think the Saints just win this game because they don't they're not gonna win, they're not gonna lose twice in a row to bad teams. No, Alvin Kamara had a higher yards per catch than Michael Thomas last week. It's crazy. Yeah, it's who who you taking in this game? Saints. Yeah, Saints. Okay, that was nice and easy. Nice and easy. Uh, now moving on to possibly the worst matchup of the week: uh, the Redskins versus the Colts in Indianapolis. Um, it's Andrew Luck. That's basically all I care about in this game. Really? I know. What, I know I'm I, for this. I I always I always whenever Andrew Luck's playing that he is the reason I watched that game. I just this this just doesn't. Despite what you put in the notes here, George, surprisingly exciting matchup. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't be less interested in this game if I tried. I'm I'm really excited to see the AP and Chris Thompson uh, combination again. And I'm going to have to say this is my stamp of approval game. Who are you giving your stamp of approval to? The Colts. And I think it it comes back uh, comes off the back of a Malik Hooker pick six. I like the narrative of Alex Smith, this hyper conservative, never throws interceptions quarterback against the best ball hawk we've seen in the last five years, unless you include Josh Jackson, maybe. So I like that narrative, and I think Andrew Luck deserves a win. Uh, the Redskins' defense is fairly good, but it's nothing. It's not overwhelming. Um, yeah, I'm taking the Colts for my stamp of approval game. That's a turn up for the books. It is. Uh, yeah, I just don't know. Like, I, 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 I'm proud of you, George. For thank you. I'm proud of you for trying to get excited about this game because it just doesn't it just doesn't do anything for me. This this as good as Alex Smith is, this is this is a guy who threw this is a guy who threw a hell of a lot of passes to his running backs. Chris Thompson had six. The highest receive Adrian Peterson had two for <laughs> seventy yards. The highest non running back receiver was Jordan Reed, who's a tight end. But wide receiver, Paul Richardson had four catches for 22 yards. It's all right. doesn't matter. <laughs> just doesn't, that just got, doesn't exactly. down. And they, they, they rushed... Adrian Peterson was good, but they gave, the, they gave him the ball 26 times. And it's just... Uh, the Colts are bad. The Redskins are boring, but will win games because they're the Redskins. It's... It just doesn't excite me this game, uh, but I'm I'll take the Redskins because I think they're a better team. That's despite despite your stamp of approval, <laughs> we shall see. How did we get on our stamp of approvals last week? Do you remember? I was the Browns. Okay, so I, and I, I won. was. You took the well, Texans. Yeah, yeah. Who was I? Texans. Okay, so we both did pretty bad then. All right, all right. Well, you, you did, did half you, bad. We did. We got one and a half wrong out of two. That's not great. We did. Half, we got half of one. We didn't even get one and a half. We just got half. <laughs> uh, but yeah, moving on before we get into that. Uh, Bills versus Chargers in Buffalo. First start for rookie Josh Allen comes no surprise because of the awful, awful performance by Nathan Peterman, who continues to show that he's probably one of the worst quarterbacks in NFL history, despite the Bills loving him. Uh, I'm not excited about this matchup either. Despite being a Chargers fan, I think I just this is a, this is a, this is the game 
that the Chargers should win. Therefore, I don't think they will. But they will, also. It's just Chargers special teams. They're just a joke. It is. It is awful. Like, even, even your your boy from the preseason, JJ Jones. Jones. Yeah, he, even he fumbled, didn't he? Wasn't he the one who had that absolute disaster? He fumbled twice on the same punt return. Yeah. And he's been exceptional. And it's just... I don't... I don't understand what what's going on. But we won't talk about it too much. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing more Derwin James because he, he was, was absolutely everywhere. He was amazing. He was the only guy, Chargers defensive player, to not give up a reception to Tyreek Hill, despite being targeted the most. He was great. He had a pass break up. Break up. Did he have a sack? He might have yeah. had a sack. He was just. They've used him exactly how they used him in college, which is something that they were concerned about. Yeah. And it's not even really a concern. It's more of a, like an embarrassment of riches, isn't it? It's yeah, like, exactly. I don't know where to use this guy. Yeah. Uh, Bosa's obviously not going to be back for week, uh, for this game, which is a, a, a great shame uh, because the Bills' offensive line is trash. But I think still Melvin Ingram makes some noise. And that was the issue last week. We had one sack, and that was from Derwin. Um, and this is the, a Chargers defensive line that was supposed to be one of the best in the league, or uh, the pass rushes anyway. But obviously Joey is not there. I mean, yeah, I'm, I, I give the, the, the Chargers scrap, but there's no way they're going to lose this game, right? No, Please? Let's, let's, let's really hope not. Uh, I think I think if you have any Chargers players on offense, start them. Uh, Austin Eckler is, is Bay. He's he's just so great. I love him. Melvin Gordon had 100 receiving yards, and he looks like a better receiver than he does a running back. And Keenan Allen stole... Stole Orlando Orlando Scandrick's soul last week. Was that the when he was he, he was in motion? He was off the line. Yeah, and he just did this very quick like shoulder move, and then he was just about six yards open. Yeah, exactly. And I just think I think the Chargers win this game. What do we expect? Anything to expect from the Bills? Maybe Lashawn McCoy gets going because of the Chargers' bad run defense. Yeah, maybe. I don't really care at this point with Lashawn McCoy. Yeah, or the Bills, to be honest. Um, yeah, no. Oh, let's Bill, move on. Let's the move Bill, on the Bills are a up. worse team than the Browns were last year. Oh, it's not even close. It's not even close. But yeah, they might go in sixteen. They might. They might well do. Uh, I'm assuming you're taking the charge in this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, matchup of the week. Everyone get excited for the matchup of the week. Green Bay Packers versus the Minnesota Vikings in Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers not fully healthy with a, a MCL sprain. Uh, predominantly going to be in the shotgun and pistol. I think this is is the Vikings to lose basically at this point. Yeah, it really is. This is the, if you're going to play Aaron Rodgers at any time, this is it's now. This, this now exactly. Yeah, yeah. Jo- Rodgers was absolutely ridiculous last week. Yeah, but. As incredible as he is, he can't do that every week. There is no way because you'll kill yourself. Basically, he, he he rolled the dice last week and it paid off. He was either going to lose that game because he was injured, or he's going to re-injure himself and be out for the year. Yeah, and they're the two possibilities that should have happened. Um, so the Vikings need to step up. They showed last week against a much improved Fort and Honest team that they are an, an all overwhelming team that should not be messed with. Um. The Packers have improved massively, but they're still getting there. Um, Sheldon Richardson as well was incredible last week. Yeah. Uh, my matchup this week for this game is Josh Jackson versus Diggs slash Phelan. I don't know who he's going to shadow. I expect they'll stick him on Diggs because people still undervalue Phelan and he's always open anyway, so it doesn't matter who covers him. Yeah. And then obviously the Vikings D-line versus the Packers O-line. 
which are two of the best units in the league. I think the Vikings D line definitely has the edge in this because they're absolutely deep across the board. Um, yeah, this is a really difficult pick for me. I'm not sure who are you going to go for. I got to take the Vikings in this game. Oh yeah, I'll take the Packers then, just for the sake of it. Just for the we'll sake of disagreeing. No, I, I, yeah, it is. A, it's a coin flip, and I think, I think, in Green Bay, maybe the Vikings. I just think that the Vikings are too strong. Their offense was great. Dalvin Cook was great. Uh, Latavius Murray was good. <clears throat> Diggs was good. Thielen was good. They just got too many weapons. For the, and I, I think this could be a shootout. It could be. It literally could be a shootout. We said about this. Said about every single game, but. This, this, that's the only way that the Packers are going to win this game. They're not going to win a defensive struggle because no, no, whilst no, no, the defensive no. has improved, it's not, it's not anywhere near the top. And yeah, and I think the Vikings are just too strong. Yeah, they are. They top three team in the league. They, they were the most impressive team in week one, I think. Yeah, they just dominated. Even yeah. down to um, Mike Hughes getting the pick six. Exactly, and I think I think they were they were they were the they were the team that. That lived up to expectations, the best in week one. Yeah, Perhaps I mean, obviously the Rams were very good, but they just didn't. The, the the overall performance wasn't as impressive as the Vikings. I don't think. No, I agree. Uh, moving on to an NFC South showdown between the injury-riddled Atlanta Falcons and the Carolina Panthers uh, in Atlanta. Falcons are down two defensive stalwart stars, uh, Keanu Neal and Dion Jones are both out for. The year, perhaps, uh, Keanu Neal definitely with an ACL tear, uh, but Dion, jo- uh, Dion Jones is on IR, perhaps returning uh, later in the season, which is two massive losses. They're reported to sign both Eric Reed and Navarro Bowman to two for yeah. So they they've been in for visits, so that'll like be that interesting. Uh, well, it's, it's a very similar defense, isn't it? So. Yeah, exactly, and and I think again, like like with. With the, the the Packers and with Aaron, uh, Aaron Rodgers, if you're the Panthers and you want to win this division, this is the best time to come up against the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, I mean the Falcons were pretty bad last week. They were, but that wasn't down to their defense by any stretch. Um, I'd like to see a bit more DJ Moore. He didn't have any impact whatsoever last week, which is. You know, rookie, uh, rookie, <laughs> rookie wide receivers. Which well, I think I think every time we say that, we should just have a a, a rookie rule. Like, <laughs> I agree. Um, they never, they don't really do much in the first few weeks anyway. Even Cortland Sutton, our fantasy projection of the week, sort of got buried underneath Philip Lindsay mm-hmm. and Emmanuel Sanders and Demarius Thomas having amazing games. Yeah. Um, I think CJ Anderson is healthy now, at least according to like sleeper app and stuff. I think he's gonna be fine. Um. Yeah, the the NFC South matchups are always really good to watch. Yeah. So maybe you're limited, and maybe you can't watch the Vikings Packers game. You might argue this is the game to watch. They're always huge, hugely scoring because they the teams know each other so well. Yeah. The coaching staffs have been in place largely for a long period of time, like Dan Quinn and uh, Ron Rivera. They've been battling out for quite a while now. Yeah. Um, yeah, these games are always very good, and it's nice to see them not in week seventeen because they normally plonk this game in like week seventeen, don't they? Yeah, yeah, this, and, they they usually do divisional matchups in week seventeen. But yeah, I, I I do like this. I think this is a game for Christian McCaffrey to really break out. Like, yeah, yeah, I think yeah, I think he's broke. I think he's quite quite unquite broken out, and he's gonna be he is the lead back, obviously. But this is the kind of game where 
with without Keanu Neal and Dion, Dion Jones, two of the best run defenders in the league, uh, out. This is where Christian McCaffrey earns his big, big money. Uh, and I think that for that reason, I'm going to take the, the Panthers in this game. Yeah, I've taken the Panthers too. Uh, well, that's it. That's it then. Easy. Yeah. Moving on to uh, going off to the other conference in the South and the AFC South between the Titans and the Texans in Tennessee. The Titans and obviously played uh, the long one of the longest games in NFL history against the Dolphins last week, <laughs> um, and they 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 matched up against a slightly underwhelming Texans team last year. I think we all expected Watson to regress, but he was quite disappointing last week, yeah. and Mariota. Mariota's not healthy again. I don't know. I don't know about this game. This is this is a, a, an average to below average game. Yeah, this is more of a fantasy interest game for me. It's what what are Dion Dion Lewis and Derek Henry going to do? Yeah. Um, it was fairly even last week. They both had fairly good games. Um, Dion obviously had the touchdown, which I was very happy about. Um. Uh, Kevin Johnson's out of a concussion. He might be out the entire year, which is obviously a dreadful thing to yeah, see. Yeah, he, he got knocked out. Yeah, he did. Uh, Honey Badgers had two turnovers last week, and you know that's amazing to see. He's been through a lot in this league. Um, obviously, changing te- teams and then obviously the injuries as well. And it's good to see that he's back. Maybe not to his prime, but still making plays, which is what he's best at. <sighs> Deshaun Watson. I knew it was going to be a good game for him week one against the Patriots, but I prefer him against Mike Vrabel. It's Mike Vrabel, isn't it? I prefer him against Mike Vrabel than I do Bill Belichick, obviously, in, in terms of scheme. And the Texans' O-line was destroyed last week and all their receivers were covered. Like, even even Nuke Hopkins was thrown into, like, triple coverage. He came down or nearly came down with a couple of them, obviously. But in what in defence of Watson, he didn't have much choice of where he was throwing the ball last week. And I don't think Rabel, as good as he may turn out to be, is going to propose that much of a challenge to Bill O'Brien. So No. But I mean, do you take the Titans pass rush over, over the Patriots pass rush? I don't know. I don't know if I do at this point. <laughs> the I, Patriots I, are so much more improved. Yeah, they are. Their defensive line was good. Um, I think... I still think the Titans are just the better team and they should win this game quite easily. Um, Mariota, I'm, I've got my eye on him in terms of in, in, he needs to improve and continue to improve. He didn't, it was as bad as he, he had been last week. Uh, and I think it's, it's, it's Dion and Derek, double D, um, double D. That, that we, that we keep an eye out for the rest. And that is going to be the rest of the year. Every time we talk about the Titans, that is going to be, it's, the, it's going to be the double D. Um, and, that is basically our offense. Corey Davis did nothing. Taylor Taylor did nothing. Uh, Delaney nothing. Walker is out with a with a with a broken ankle. He's out for the yeah. rest of the year. Uh, Taylor Lewan's in- injured. Yeah, it's a hideous injury uh, that Delaney Walker won. So it, this Titans seems had had it a bit rough. Um, I still take the Titans in this game though. I'm going Texans. Okay. I think right. Deshaun Watson's going to step up. Do you reckon this is going to be this is going to be a a his breakout this season? Yeah, because it took him a little while last year as well. And it might take him to week four. But okay. I'd, I'd, I really do like Deshaun Watson. Under over 250 yards and three touchdowns. Under. Okay. But still good. Yeah, I think I think maybe 250 and two, and then maybe he adds 50 on the ground. Okay. 
And then Lamar uh, Miller had a very good game last week okay. as well. So. And who are you, who are you taking? Dion, are you taking Dion and Derek this week? Who am I taking? I'm going to take Dion. Yeah. I think Derek Henry's poor vision and running style does not match up very well against the Texas D line. Correct. Yeah, I, I agree. And, you know. JJ, we didn't didn't see much from JJ Watt and and, and Jordan Clowney last week, but I, I agree with you. I think Dion Lewis. I'll always take Dion Lewis because of his pass catching upside. Yeah. Um. Uh. So moving on again, another divisional game: the uh, LA Rams versus the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, LA Rams home opener. The Cardinals were trash last week. They they scored a garbage time touchdown uh, through David Johnson, who had probably a, a career low in carries since he's been starting. Um, 37 yards and one touchdown for, for David Johnson last week they need him they need to get him more involved uh, through either through scheming or just giving him touches because if you give him touches he will score um, and then the Rams are just the Rams and they, they were dominant against the Raiders last week yeah David Johnson's got a back injury I'm not really concerned about it he's probably just knocking off a bit of rust to be honest Yeah, didn't have the easiest game did he really to come out and be in that horrible game script. Yeah. Um, this might be the worst matchup in the week in terms of Rams interior versus Cardinals interior offensive line. Um, yeah, Aaron Donald might have five sacks in this game. <laughs> I wouldn't. I'd be. I would. There'd be no surprise whatsoever. Yeah, not at all. I don't really know what to say. Look for the notes. I literally wrote tumbleweed. Yeah. This is. This is. This is. This is the most lopsided matchup of the week. It has to be, doesn't it? I, it? It might be Saints Browns, but I'd say the Browns have got more going on for them than the. Cardinals I think that at least the, the Browns are just a little have got something on defense, whereas the the Cardinals just don't have anything. And they've got a lot more, a lot more of a watchability factor. The Browns, as yeah, well. exactly, yeah. So, what's uh, wrong? Oh, absolutely. Whilst we're on the Cardinals, quickly, Steve Wilkes on Madden nineteen reminds me of um, Denzel Washington. Just. Throwing that out there. Is that what he looks like? He looks exactly like Denzel Washington no in 2019. Uh, Steve Wilkes. Check it out. Everyone who... Uh, trust me. Hear me out. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's Rams in this game. Uh, Jared Goff. Todd Gardner's going to go off. Start them, basically. I got yeah. Jared. You got you got Todd, haven't you? So, um, and so let's move on to uh, your team, George. Uh, 49ers versus the Lions in, Det- uh, in San Francisco. Uh, the Lions obviously had a poor, poor game against the Jets in week one. Matt Stafford threw four interceptions. And I think the most concerning thing about the, the Detroit Lions offense is that apparently the Jets defense knew every single play that was coming to them just yeah. by the formation, which is concerning. Uh, and Jim Bob Kuta, the offensive coordinator, needs to sort that out. Because the 49ers defense, and especially the rookies uh, on defense, uh, Fred Warner was great. Uh, well, not rookie, but Akilah Weatherspoon was good. Uh, and the novel offensive Dante Pessis uh, is great as well. He looked really, really good. You should be excited about the, this young core, George. Yeah, as much as I'm annoyed that Ruben Foster's suspended and Marquis Goodwin doesn't look likely to play with a hamstring injury, it's going to be nice to see Fred Warner and Dante Pettis, two players who really did shine. Um, that Jimmy Garoppolo touchdown to Pettis was yeah. absolutely unbelievable. Thing of beauty. Yeah, it was the sort of thing that gave you, even though he had a three interception game, you see something like that and you're like, okay, he does actually have something in him. Yeah. Like, you know, he's there is something, he's not just a, he's not an Alex Smith kind of guy. He's He's got something special about him that we can use. Um, I, I think, I think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be a, is going to be a 
a Philip Rivers kind of quarterback in terms of he's going to be one of the better quarterbacks in the league. He's going to have games where he throws for interceptions and the touchdowns, and you just want to punch him in the face. Yeah. Uh, but he's also gonna he's also gonna win you games and throw for five hundred yards and four touchdowns. And win I'd game. be more than happy to have it as Philip Rivers, and I think that's actually quite a good comp as well, because you're right. He doesn't he's he seems to be super accurate, but also just have Dumb. some throws that you just he, he as soon as he lets go of them, you know they're gonna end up in an interception. <laughs> yeah. Um, hopefully the 49ers O line can actually hold up this week. There was a lot of injuries. I didn't realize because obviously red zone. But Mike McGlinchey, I if you right tackle, would actually move to guard at one point. Really? Which, yeah, against the Vikings is something you can't do. No. Um, uh, Ziggy Einzer will play, so that's a bit of a concern. But that's a mild concern, and that's the only concern on that line. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Hopefully we'll see more of Carry on Johnson. We have to, sure. Hopefully he's not too successful. Yeah. But the Garrett Blunt's injured, and Amir Abdullah's probably going to be a healthy scratch again. Um, and he was very good last week, so there's a lot to look out for in this game. I think I think the biggest thing in this game is I think that this is going to be the this is going to be the game that we all want from Alfred Morris. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna start. He got me 1.8 points last week, and I'm <laughs> gonna start him regardless. Yeah, I think I think I think this is a game that they, the, the Lions' defense is just awful. Um, I keep saying this, and Alfred Morris is going to have a big game. That's you heard it here first. Um, and uh, who are you taking in this, George? I've got to take Niners in this. I, I, I try to be realistic and not a homer, but I just think they win this game. Uh, I also think they win this game. Ooh, you st- you're stamping it up. <laughs> yep, yeah, 49ers is my stamp of approval. Uh, I think they win this game. I think the Lions are... Uh, I think the Lions will be okay this year. I think they'll be... They'll be... They'll be uh, competitive but after a disastrous week one I think I think they they have a bit of a hangover for week two on a short week against a very good 49ers a very plucky 49ers team in San Francisco I just think I just think all the cards fall on the, the 49ers side yeah we just need to score in the red zone correct that is it look out for George Kittle as well I think yeah, I yeah, picked yeah. him up on in a number of leagues and I think he's going to be he's going to be very very competitive Another divisional matchup, this time in the AFC West, is the Broncos against the Raiders in Denver. The Raiders are up to their usual tricks in terms of signing weird players. They have signed Martavis Bryant, who they traded for, then cut, and now have signed again for another year. I don't know what's going on. Uh, they were awful against the Rams. They had a great... They had. It was obvious that John Gruden had scripted 20, 20 plays, 15 plays, and that, that was when they were the best. And after that, it turned to... To crap, uh, Amari Cooper had one catch, two catches, one catch for nine yards. Wow! Yeah, uh, and Derek Carr probably threw the worst interception I've ever seen in my entire life. It's just that 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 interception was. I mean, I could have thrown that interception because he just floated it. You could have he caught did. that interception. More I could have. Yeah. Okay. Let's take let's take that back. I could have caught that interception. Let's not get dramatic and say I could have thrown a pass in the NFL because, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a pretty thing, and especially for someone who's been in the league for four or five years, a, a long enough time to yeah, not throw that pass. He, he's not a rookie or a sophomore quarterback, you know. This this is sort of day one stuff, um, and he had a few more that they keep showing out. where he had a proper clean pocket, and he was just like gently throwing it out of bounds at nothing. Yeah. Um, I don't think. Ugh. 
Case Keenum should be better this week. He was, he was. Do you know what? Case Keenum last week was as good as you want Case Keenum to be. He stepped up and made the throws when he needed to, but he still got the three interceptions. Yeah, which is that's, that's what I'm part. trying to say. It's relative to Case Keenum's ability. Yeah, because he isn't. He's not as good as he was last year with the Vikings, but he's better than he was with the Rams. Yeah. And this is the medium. Is he's going to get. 300 yards, two touchdowns, and three interceptions. That's like the perfect Case Keenum game. Yeah, you, you um, saw you saw the best and the worst of Case Keenum in this yeah. game. It, this is more this is more realistic view, and you know what, the Broncos still came back and won it. Yeah, um, which is all that matters. Um, he's going to have less picks this this week because the Raiders, the Raiders typically don't ever pick off a ball. And and you know what, the Raiders needed against the Rams. Uh, a, a, a superior dominant defensive player with some pass rush. Yeah. I mean, it would be. I mean, it would be great if they had one of those, isn't it? Like that's kind of like that would help. The week before, yeah, exactly. Um, they they had no pass rush, uh, and Khalil Mack went off against the Packers. Uh, I, I'm taking the Broncos in this game. Yes, I think the Raiders. I, I think we're watching the Raiders implode before our very eyes. I'm. I couldn't. I'm. Couldn't be happy that Khalil Mack's off this team. Yeah. Um, this. I'm not going to pick the Raiders until they win a game. Until I see, actually no, not in, even until they win a game. Until I see some sort of glimmer of hope, they could win a six to three game. You never know. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, I'm not I'm, until they show me absolutely anything. I would not be picking the Raiders, even if they're playing the Bills. I agree. Uh, Broncos across the board here. Uh, moving on to an AFC Championship rematch from last year: the Jaguars against the Patriots. Patriots uh, going to Jacksonville. Uh, they signed Corey Coleman off the street at. No doubt he's going to be a star. Yep. Uh, we say this all the time. Uh, sexy Rexy Rex Burkhead is injured. Uh, Sony Michelle was limited. Obviously, Jeremy Hill tore his ACL. This is James White backfield now. Uh, yep. And pick him up if you can, wherever, in fantasy. I did and say I, I, dro- I dropped Delaney Walker for him. Yeah, so did I. Uh, actually, a couple of times. Uh, and I think... I just... The Jackie was... With, the, the, they weren't that great last week. They almost lost to the Giants. Um, outside of outside of a Miles Jack pick six, they, that's what would have happened. Um, and Miles Jack, talking of him, was ridiculous yeah. in in that game. Uh, he is he is taking to the middle linebacker position like the duck to water. But is the Patriots are too strong in this game for me? I I believe I don't know what the record is. I know Akeem Talib's pretty high up on the list with like yeah. ten. But Miles Jack might end his career with the most offensive touchdowns, because he's an ex, he's an ex running back, and he just seems to he just seems to benefit from his other team forcing turnovers, especially fumbles. I think he had like two last year. Yeah, he's already got one this year. He had one when he was was down, but wasn't down as well yeah, in the last year. Game. Yeah, against the Patriots, he he's he's just got that sort of his instincts and his athleticism, regardless of anything else, and. The team that he plays on, he might end his career with like the most defensive touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, no, I I could see that, and sort just 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 on the Patriots side of the ball, the fact that this team has no wide receivers and they're running back depleted, I think actually, if you look at the Jags side of the ball as well, the Patriots like to throw to the running backs a lot. We all know that's a, it's a boring narrative, but the Jags are the best defense in the league and they're best equipped to stop that they've got the two fastest linebackers in the league Telvin Smith and Miles Jack and they can run down these these running backs all day long uh, just look at what Miles Jack did last week uh, against Saquon he was stride for stride um, I still think the Patriots find a way to win because of Gronk who was ridiculous last week and it, Tom Brady Miles, 
is Miles Jack a good matchup for Gronk? No, I think Miles Jack. I think I think Gronk's just no one's a good matchup no, for Gronk. I think Miles Jack and Telvin Smith are a good matchup for their running backs, yeah, but yeah. not Gronk. And so that is, that's it. I'm going Patriots. Yeah, I'm going to have to as well. I just don't. It's Belichick again, and Brady's not going to throw stupid picks. He's just not. He's just not going to do it. He's as as unstupid as the picks are against the Jags. Brady's not going to let himself do it because he knows. Yeah. No. Yeah. I. Okay. I yeah, we'll both go Patriots. So. I, I. I concur. Um, I was just talking. We're talking about Bill Belichick. Uh, I found a one of the better fancy names I've I've ch- chosen. I found online. Um, and my team is called Better. Better. Or was it Better? Check yourself. Better check yourself. <laughs> and I, that was great. That's pretty good. Um, yeah. <laughs> Can, yeah, it's it's a good it's a good name. That's just yeah, random. Yeah. Um, so moving on to Sunday name Sunday night football. Everyone, uh, Giants versus the Cowboys. <laughs> this is our Empire Showdown between two young stud running backs in the league, Saquon Barkley and Ezekiel Elliott. Um, that is the storyline this this game this game. Uh, as per last week, our showdown is we'll both take one side and battle out. Uh, I'm taking Saquon just because he's ridiculous. And that touchdown last week, he can score from anywhere at any time. And I think he, he wins this game, this yeah. matchup. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I'm going to go Zeke just because Eddie got there first, but that's fine. <laughs> I'm never going to be sad about taking Zeke in a bet because he's he's a phenomenal player. Um. Yeah, the the Cowboys were very very bad last week. <laughs> they were awful last week. As were the Giants. Um, OBJ was obviously a highlight. Coming back to last week, Ed actually won the showdown. Um, bear with me, guys, and I'll get the stats up because we did, obviously did OBJ versus uh, Jalen Ramsey, of which I took Jalen Ramsey. Okay, so according to PFF, in Jalen Ramsey's coverage, Adele Beckham went. Six for nine for eighty-one yards, no touchdowns, and a passer rating of ninety-five point one, which I think it's a win. Was, yeah, even if I was being as biased as I could be, I think that's a very solid win against the best corner in the league. Yeah, he looked he looked right back on track as well. He did, uh, and I think uh, I think this is this is uh, like you said, Cowboys just looked bad, like bad, bad, um, and their defense was 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 okay. They they. They kept them in the game, but their offense just couldn't do anything. They kept a very good Panthers offense to sixteen points, yeah, uh, but scored eight points the whole entire game. Uh, and I just think, I mean, if I'm being if I'm being hypercritical about the showdown, I think that I take the Cowboys' um, defensive line against the Giants' defensive line. So that that you know that's a, a bad matchup in my favor. But I just think that Saquon is so special that the, no matter who you got on the field, he's gonna he's gonna find some yards and find some some ability and. And I take the bad Eli Manning over bad Dak Prescott as well. Yeah, who are you taking in this game to win? Giants. Yeah. So as am I. I think I, I, the Cowboys are bad. Yeah, they're 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 going to have a four and twelve season uh, if they're lucky. Uh, so moving on to Monday Night Football, the last game of the week uh, is a, a quite good matchup actually. The Bears were frisky against the the, the, the Packers last week. So two back to back. Prime time games for the Chicago Bears. Yeah, deservedly so at this point. Yeah, exactly. Against the uh, Seahawks team who lost to the Broncos last week, um, 
the Bears. Mitch didn't look good last week though. Mm, no, not really. Did you see? Did you see that that picture of him with a a wide open? Uh, was it who was in the back of the end zone? Was it Trey Burton? It could well have been, yeah. Uh, and he it went that play. It was a screen play, I think, um, and it was just wide open, and the play went for minus two yards. So I I saw that, and obviously I was aghast. But there, there was um, Mike Renner's made a comment that because Ha Ha Clinton Dix was coming out of the end zone, he was like, technically he's not open, which I get, but you you still attempt that throw. Yeah because he's, he's wide open and if your arm strength isn't good enough to he beat Har Har Clinton Dix he was eight yards off perhaps maybe even further then you know that's cause cause for concern isn't it really yeah uh, and and I think the Bears defence was as advertised with Khalil Mack uh, being ridiculous he had uh, a fumble a fumble six. <laughs> a, fum, a fumble a sack an interception all in the same game and I had him on the bench. Yeah. And and this week he gets to go up against the Seahawks offensive line. He's starting, that's for sure. Um, I think he... Ha- and what's really interesting about the, about the Bears uh, and uh, the... the uh, not Bears and Khalil Mack is that despite him playing outside linebacker, he had 32 snaps in the game and all 32 were as a pass rusher. So they're obviously using him obviously as as his best intended uh, mm. use and I think he's, this Bears defence is going to be ridiculous uh, Russell Wilson uh, looked alright last week Chris Carson had a, had a highlight run uh, Rashad Penny they split carry so still not really sure who to start there but without Doug Baldwin I think the Bears win this matchup yeah I think the Bears are a very tasty team they took it obviously they took it to the Packers but it gets to the point where there's not much you can do to stop Aaron Rodgers. So yeah, exactly. You should probably hold it against him a little bit, but I'm not going to overreact. Well, it's the overreacting season, though. It's you know the it is, end, it of, is end of week one. I mean, season. I'm I haven't I'm not overreacting at all. Um, the, you are <laughs> the, the tirade the tirade of texts to George after the Chargers lost probably says otherwise. But uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's it. I think who you taking the bears? You said you taking the bears in this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Taking the bears all day long. Uh, I think yeah, it's a fair matchup. So that wraps it up for the week one preview, uh, week two preview show. I uh, can't believe it's week two already. It, the season is a, is upon us, and it's going to be ending before we even know it. But let's not get there. Um, we will be back on Tuesday with the the, pre- the review of this show, and we'll break down all the games that happened over the weekend. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this show. Give us a follow on Twitter and on Instagram. We are uh, at Empire NFL. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. We, we are getting busier and busier. We're getting proper jobs, so it, it, bear with us. But we'll, we'll try our best to put out as much content as we can. Uh, and have a great, great weekend of football. And we'll see you on Tuesday. Yeah, cheers, guys. Cheers.